You're listening to Baking to the B-Movies with Ashley and Steph, broadcasting from the woods of Western Massachusetts. They're here to talk about the beautiful, the gory, the nonsensical, and of course, mostly bad horror filmmaking that we all know and love, while creating recipes inspired by these wonderful abominations. You can follow Baking to the B-Movies on Instagram, at Baking to the B-Movies, and on Twitter at Baking to Be Movies. These ladies dig deep into these movies, and some of the topics covered are disturbing. So this is your spoiler warning and explicit content warning. Listener discretion is advised. Now onward to good food, good friends, and movies so bad they literally cannot stop talking about them. I tried to Every I, time. I tried to do the game show like welcome back to Baking to the Bee Movies. <laughs> My name is Ashley. My name is Steph. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Always a pleasure to be here with you, Steph. How you doing? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing good. Can you can you feel the the difference in the air today? No, cuz it's still hot and humid and gross. It is it is still hot and humid and gross, but but can you feel it? Can you feel the change? Do you, <laughs> do you know what can you can you feel the change? Do you know what's happening? Right well, now? I know that you're almost at max power. I'm my so, my HP levels like... are almost fully. My mana is almost fully restored right now. Uh huh. Yep. Because... because it is September, and it is fall. Yep. And it doesn't matter. Technically, fall doesn't start until September twenty first. It start no. nope September first. In your heart. It was it was eleven. <laughs> fall is, fall is in my heart. It's in my heart, and at eleven fifty nine p.m. <laughs> on August 31st, I looked at the clock, it turned to midnight, I immediately just went around my apartment and started, you know, looking for my sweaters and boots, my, my boots, scarves, my little, like, beanie caps, yep. um, all the pumpkin decor is out. I'm I'm ready. I had a pumpkin spice latte today. I brought you a pumpkin coffee. You I did. brought pumpkin you donuts. You did. <laughs> Yep, I am sure did. forcing my will on everyone. <laughs> it is the best season, especially is, here in New England. Season. Tis the yep, season. Absolutely, I'm it's so, gorgeous. So happy. Um, before we get into this week's episode, which I'm really excited because I had never seen this movie before, which blows my mind. I know, I know. I'm like, it's I love so good. <laughs> I've heard about it. So I've never, movies. I've heard about it. I've never actually watched it until now, and really enjoyed it. Um, but before we get into that, uh, we do have to go over a couple of things. Uh, specifically, we are available wherever you get your podcasts. So make sure you like and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram. We are at Baking, t- <laughs> we are at baking to the B Movies. And Twitter slash and X, X. <laughs> X at Baking to B Movies. Um, I think that's it. That's like the... Yeah. Oh, mm-mm. If emails, oh emails, yeah, we have an email account. An email. I, I check once every three months because I forget that we have it. Uh, <laughs> we're, I'm so bad at this. Uh, we are at baking to the B movies at gmail.com. If you'd like to send us some feedback, if you have a movie suggestion, a recipe idea, 
technical issues you want to <laughs> yell at us issues. about. I, I don't know. If your Spotify isn't working. Right. And you you need, wanna... If you need us to troubleshoot anything, <laughs> Ashley's number will be available. Yes, yes. I think my, I think my cell phone number is in the, the signature line on our... It says, like, Baking to the B-movies, and that's my address and cell phone number. Seriously? So, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, okay. Um, so, Steph, uh, real quick, because I, I know we're only a couple episodes into this season, we kicked things off with Sharknado, and... We did, okay. and I uh, can't predict the future. Yeah, something very interesting <laughs> happened since we talked about Sharknado. Yes. We so, talked about how no tropical storms or have, hurricanes have hit, ever hit, hit the West Coast. Not it, in a long time. Not in a really, really long time. And the southern, specifically southern part of California. Right. And yeah. no sooner did that episode go up when all of a sudden it was, hey, by the way, Hurricane Hillary is... <laughs> it's about to hit. It's about to hit Los Angeles head on. <laughs> yes, right? <laughs> and So weird. And uh, Palm Springs mm-hmm. got slammed yes. and the eye of the storm there's like a picture of the eye of the storm over I think it's like Dodger Stadium in yeah. Los Angeles and it's the creepiest craziest thing I've ever seen no sharks though yes that's good no sharks good. flying through the air we have no sharks flying through the air so we're happy about that coming through storm drains mm-hmm. eating storm. eating Tara Reed she's still good yeah so. good fantastic so I'm I'm you know you predicted the future, and if you could just tell me the lottery numbers for the next, like, multi-billion dollar Powerball, I'd really appreciate that. Um, and also, I'll, try. <laughs> and, I'll do my best. And in our last episode, we had talked about Taurus Trap, one of my favorites, super fun episode. Um, and you, ha- you had made buffalo chicken quesadillas. Yes, ma'am. And they were fantastic. Thank you. I just wanted to take a moment to acknowledge those. So, so the buffalo sauce with like the hot sauce and it wasn't too much. It for wasn't you? too much. I mean, I like spicy anyway, but right. I, I have a very strong butthole that can withstand. <laughs> I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. Sorry, um, I had to throw that in there. So many levels, many levels. Um, Yes. So I actually thought that the buffalo chicken quesadilla is because it used more cheese. But then again, I think everything could use more you cheese. You can put more cheese on anything. Yeah. You could hand me a block of cheese and, and just, and I'd just still, house it. Well, I'd house just it. Just fist it. I would. I would like, I, if you handed me like a block of brie, I'd be like, oh, thank <laughs> you. And I would just... eat it. But I would also be like, this could have used a little more cheese. <laughs> <laughs> right. I agree. Um, so uh, as I said, it is, it is September now. This episode is going to be... Uh, broadcasting on Labor Day, which to me is the unofficial end, end of, of summer. summer I, think that, I think Labor that Day it's mostly for everybody. It's kind of the, like Memorial Day is the unofficial beginning of summer. Yeah, today's like the last day, day that you can unofficial... wear white. Can't wear white after today, yeah. which I do it anyway. I'm, I don't care. I mean, wear what the hell you want. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in my 30s. I'm not going to adjust my whole wardrobe according to some weird... Unless like, I, I always think of the movie Serial Mom, where after she gets acquitted... And, like, that one juror is wearing, like, white shoes, and she, like, confronts her in the bathroom after she gets acquitted for murder. Yeah. And she's like, um, you're not supposed to wear white after Labor Day. And the juror's like, oh, I didn't think it mattered. And she's like, it matters. And then she kills her. <laughs> kills her in the bathroom. Yes. <laughs> I always think of that when I think of, like, the don't wear white. Perfect. Um, do you have any fun plans for, like, the beginning of, of the fall season? Because I know we have our Cider Day coming up. Steph and I are going on a little road We're going trip. on a little road trip. Down to Mystic. Down to Mystic, Connecticut for some for apple cider. cider. I found another cider place also in Connecticut. It's not far from Mystic. And, really? And they sell hard cider with a donut on top of it. Fantastic. So I just figured we could go from like mill to mill. And- so I was going to suggest, because I don't know when we're going to go out there, but, and this is just great living here, 
What about Mystic Pizza? <gasps> I've never been to Mystic Pizza. You've never pizza. had I've Mystic never, Pizza? Never oh been to Mystic Pizza. Oh my god. Pizza. Mystic I've Pizza. I've been to Mystic. Like, oh yeah. Well, you and I have gone yeah, to Mystic. Yeah, like we've gone yeah. to Mystic a bunch of times. Yeah. I've never ever had Mystic Pizza. Mystic Pizza is maybe one of my favorite pizza places in New England. And a yeah. lot of people say like, oh, it's overrated, it's overhyped. Right. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that like when you walk in, they are playing the movie Mystic Pizza on an endless <laughs> loop and they yeah. have like Mystic Pizza merch. Like I've definitely bought a t-shirt there to look like Julia Roberts. But like <laughs> they're, yeah. and I will say like their cheese pizza, it skip the toppings. The cheese pizza is amazing. It's, really? it's so good. Just the so plain cheese pizza. So I was thinking we should probably hit up that for lunch. Okay, so if, we'll, if you're cool with that, I don't know what time we're heading out and how long we're going to be there. But so before we started recording, I told you um, this this past weekend I went to a wedding. Yes, and it, it was my first Jewish wedding. I had never been to a Jewish wedding before, so I didn't really understand how. Like a lot of the customs are the same as like your Catholic wedding, Catholic, Christian wedding. Whatever, they're yeah. they're relatively similar in like how they do things, but there's some extra stuff. But because I had never been, I didn't realize there's, like, all these other steps that go into it. So after the vows, we went to what I thought was, like, a cocktail hour. And they had, like, straight-up tables of, like, food. It was like, you can get a pizza here. You can get Italian food here. You can get prime rib here. They had a charcuterie booth. And I was thinking, like, oh, okay, this we're going to eat and then go in and dance and that's it. So I stuffed my face. <laughs> I ate yeah. so much food. And then they brought us into the reception where I thought, like, okay, this is where we're going to, like, watch them cut the cake and dance or whatever. I had a six-course meal <laughs> after, after I ate all that food at the cocktail hour thinking that that was my dinner. I had a second dinner. <laughs> so when you look me in the eye and you say, are you, like, if you're cool with going to Mystic Pizza... Do I look like the type of person that would not be cool with going to Mystic Pizza? <laughs> well, I feel like I, I feel like that um, you'd be like, oh, well, you've just never been to Mystic Pizza. We're definitely going to go regardless if you wanted to go or not. Uh, that was my end game the entire time. I <laughs> like, oh, I could go, I could go to Mystic <laughs> was, Pizza. Was, we'll go to Mystic. And, and it's only like a few miles away from the cider mill. Yeah, everything in Mystic is relatively, yeah, everything in Mystic is relatively close together. We'll go to, the, it's like the most historic cider mill in Connecticut. Right. We'll go get some apple cider. We'll go to the other place and get cider and a donut. We'll let that digest. Maybe go to the aquarium. I don't know. And then we'll go, we'll go get some Mystic Pizza. Fantastic. And then we'll go pick pumpkins or something because even though it's going to be like a hundred degrees out, but I'm Probably. like, I'm like, no, we're gonna we're gonna go pick pumpkins. That's <laughs> Ash is gonna come in her cashmere sweater, her little knit beanie, my UGG boots. scarf, UGG boots, in a hundred and two degrees. In a hundred and two degrees, or probably thunderstorms. So the the which, wedding, you know, nothing mixes better with thunderstorms than wool. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, the wedding that I just went to, it was maybe 15 minutes away from Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. And I went because I had never been. And it's, That's it's something it's, else I'd like to go to. It's yeah. a very cute, very cute little quaint little New York town. It's adorable. Yeah. Um, and all the touristy stuff is relatively close together. So you can, you can walk around. It was beautiful, but it was legit. I'm like, where's the pumpkins at? Where are they? <laughs> and meanwhile, and it's like. It's it, August. It was like, it was, yeah, it was like the end Beginning of August. Of September, like Troy was with me and he was just like. It's August. There's no pumpkins. And I'm like... It's a little early. But I'm like, no, it's Sleepy Hollow. There should be pumpkins year-round. <laughs> like, <laughs> all, all the, the time. time. All the I time. I mean, I do agree with you to an extent. It's Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. It's literally pumpkins. You go to Salem in February. They got pumpkins. They out. got pumpkins. <laughs> they might not be real. But they got them. Or, 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 you know, they might be imported. 
<laughs> but they got them. They got them. They got them. But yeah, that's, I mean, there's so much fall stuff to talk about. I'm so excited. But I know. It's the best season it's ever. Favorite. I really am. My, my mana bar is like, I'm, right? si- I'm sitting there drinking, drinking water, like letting my mana bar fill up. And then I'm eating bread that I conjured. So my HP goes up. <laughs> Like it's just <laughs> before I go before I go on all my fall deep, quests. That was, that was a deep cut right there. <laughs> it's a deep cut. A deep cut. It's a deep cut. Um, uh, I, I it's fall in Azeroth. I'm very excited. <laughs> oh man, and they have the apples and stuff. It's oh, oh I want to play WoW. <laughs> okay. Fuck this episode. Let's so- play WoW. <laughs> oh. But we do have to get into this episode. We do have to get into this movie. I'm very, very excited to talk about this one. Um, It is a 1988 B-movie gem. Steph, would you like to tell the audience what we're talking about today? (laughs) Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yay! One of my favorites. An hour and 30 minutes. Of and just pure gold. Pure gold. And honestly, not long enough. I could have easily watched another, like, hour and a half of this. It was the so good. The pacing is really good in it. It's great. So. Um, this movie stars uh, Grant Kramer, uh, Suzanne Snyder. Uh, Christopher Titus is in this movie. The comedian. Titus. He, um, his, it's a tiny little bit part. It is. It's, it's very quick. It, it was his first thing, though. Yeah. You know. I always liked his show. He had a show on, like, Fox or something ages ago. It was just called, like, Titus or something. Yeah, it was good. I really liked it. Yeah. Um, John Allen Nelson. Anybody else that you can can recall from the cast that... I mean, a lot of these people have done, like, other B-movies. Like, they're all kind of in different B-movies around. Well, well, the farmer at the beginning, you know, the farmer. He goes out there with this awesome, awesome bloodhound. Yeah. Um, uh, Royal Dano? I'm not sure if that was... If I'm pronouncing that right, but he was in Lost in Space, <laughs> <laughs> Twin Peaks, oh. Ghoulies too. <laughs> <laughs> the classics, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, it's it's a pretty it's a pretty great cast. And one of the things that I loved is that I, I I could be mistaken, but a lot of the cast I think were supposed to be like teenagers or like early twenties. But I was yeah. I was watching it and I'm like, this feels like I'm watching Grease and Danny's friends that are clearly what? in their forties right. are like posing yeah. as teenagers. Right. <laughs> it made it that much more enjoyable, like just older people playing teenagers. Um, so yeah, I think we can I think we can get right into it. <laughs> I'm like, can look, we? I'm looking at you like, I you on it? Like we could, we still have the option. To I mean, I would turn this off and just watch the movie again. Personally, well, I was gonna, I was gonna say we could watch the movie again or go play WoW. But like, I think, <laughs> <laughs> we can... yeah, but all the the Halloween stuff in WoW isn't out yet. All right, moving on. All right, so let's get let's get down to it. Let's get down to um, it. Um, you want to just go from from the start because I have so many fun notes on. I do. Thing. Well, I, I do want to just say that this movie starts off with like an original song that was made for the movie, which yeah, by I... the uh, the Dickies. Maybe. I think it was the Dickies. The Dickies. Um, Which I love. I love, like, 80s horror movies that have, like, they have, like, great, great music to begin, like, start the movie with. Um, Yeah. You were talking about, like, Taurus Trap in our last episode and how it had, like, this comical, like, puppeteer music that kind of set this, like, goofy pace for how goofy the movie was going to be. Yeah. But this song came on, like, at the opening credits of Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah, I was like, and this it's is... called, the title of it is Killer Clowns. Yeah, and I was like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah, <laughs> um, super fun. So we start this movie with, um, there is an older police officer who's going to be on duty that night. What is his name? It's the old, like, uh, pain-in-the-ass cop who's, like, super mean. It's, like, uh, Officer... Mooney, Mooney. Cur- Curtis Mooney. Um, and he's just, he's making his way to the station and he's doing that thing 
that all like all cops do like every every small town cop ever does ever where there's like no crime he just like harasses people for no good because reason. he's got nothing better <laughs> he's to got do. nothing to do he's just a prick he's like an old miserly prick yeah and um, his partner is like a young guy his partner is dave and, went to, like, the academy and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and Dave is, like, Dave's, like, a little bit more lenient on people. He's a little bit more chill. He's younger. Yeah. Um, I mean... He hasn't lost the will to live. Yeah, I mean, A-cab regardless, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, so Dave, Dave, of course, is, like, the more... He, he relates to people more. He's the more likable of them. Yes. And, and Officer Mooney is just... A jackass. Bitter, and, you know, he's, he's driving to the station, and, like, literally every person that, like, he encounters or passes by, he has something shitty to say. And I'm like, okay, this is, like one of the villains even though the even though this movie he's, clear- yeah he's not necessarily antagonist because obviously the clowns but um, i was gonna say the movie has the movie has killer clowns in the title but i'm like this guy's the villain like this, <laughs> right? this guy's right? the villain the um so he goes to the station and they decide that they are going to go to like an overlook that all the teenagers and i'm doing air quotes because again every every like person this movie is in their like 30s or at 40s. least yeah um they're gonna go do like a sweep of this like hangout spot that these teenagers park and lover's peak yeah lover's peak like it's you like know, the spot make out point make out point <laughs> i think it's actually called lover's peak yeah i could be completely wrong about that but Which is it's such something a, similar it's such a weird premise like you're like park next to like other people and you're like making out and everybody yeah you're making out next and everybody to other people knows in each cars. other yeah everybody yeah. knows each other it's such a weird I, I could never um but we really? meet <laughs> we meet um we meet uh, a few different like teenagers again air quotes yeah but the two main ones that are like the main the main stars of this movie are uh, is it Mike and Deb I believe it's yes, Mike and Deb. Mike and Debbie and um main. And they're in the back of Mike's car, and he doesn't even have like a mat. He he, they're making out in a in a air like a float raft thingy, like an air like like in the infl- back of their uh, car. Or yeah, something. he like inflated a raft in the back of his car for them yeah, to land. Yeah, it wasn't like the hatch up or something. Like they were like yeah. almost like in the like in a station wagon. Yeah, with like a hatch up. Yeah, the hatches up. Because hatchbacks didn't exist. Yes, yeah, the station the station wagon was the hatchback then. So they're like sitting in this like inflatable raft, and I'm just like dump him. <laughs> like you can just so at least get a guy that has like a truck or something where it makes more sense or like oh this guy's not gonna spring to put like a twin mattress in the back of his car i'm sitting in like a fucking in, like i'm sitting in a tube that you go down the river in making out with this like what <laughs> down the river. um nice so they're all they're all like making out or whatever and an ice cream truck pulls up and yeah. it's got a big clown on the top. It's kind of setting the pace for this movie. Yeah. And the Terenzi. The Terenzi brothers. I believe so, yeah. Um, the Terenzi brothers who are friends with Mike. They all hang yes. out together. Yeah. And didn't they go out there to try to just sell ice cream to all these they, yeah. couples well, making yeah, out? They, they, <laughs> like, they invested in this ice cream truck. They yes. go to the makeout point And they're like, and the guy's got like a, like a radio. Like a, yeah, it's like a PA system. Like a PA system. Yeah. And he's like. He's like, you know what would go good with like making out, like a rocket pop, or like, <laughs> which honestly, if it I would. Was, it would, if I if I was up there in a in an inflated tube making out with my boyfriend who couldn't spring for a twin mattress or a truck, um, if I if I lowered myself enough to that level and I feel was like, I feel like you would. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, regardless of. Ashley and her indiscretions. Um, 
regardless of that, yeah, if I was out there with, like, Andy, I'm like, Andy, buy me a freaking popsicle. You know, and he would. You know, it would be, like, okay, like, put, like, this, this is my ideal situation. Okay. It is a beautiful fall evening. Mm-hmm. It's not too hot, not too cold. I'm wearing a cardigan because it's fall. I'm making out with my boyfriend. The stars are above us. And an ice cream truck pulls up. And you know what, like, is a... Like, I will continue making out with you. I'll marry you move is if my boyfriend was like, do you want a Choco Taco? <laughs> yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. I am yours I till am the yours. end of time. I am yours. I see. Yes. Yes. You don't even need to put a ring on my finger. No. Yes. Like, you're my life. You're my life partner. I don't even, I don't even think they make Choco Tacos anymore. But I feel like they do. Um, well, even like, do. even like the drumstick, like the straw. Oh yeah. The drumstick. The oh, the drumstick. strawberry shortcake. Oh my God. I love those. All right, we're going to pause, pause we'll, the episode, go, we'll, get, go yeah, get some we'll, ice cream. Um, we well, anyway, probably buy an ice cream truck and see where that takes us, Ash. I would live in an ice cream truck. I would travel the country in an ice cream <laughs> right. truck. Um, well, regardless of how amazing this idea is, they get jeered and things thrown at them. <laughs> right? Basically like, told the fuck off. They told to get the hell out of there. Yeah. Like, and, we, and we do and find out. And the poor out, guys were like, you said this was going to be a good idea. I'm yeah. like, well, I don't know. I feel like it was a it good idea. It would have been a good idea. Yeah, it was a great idea. Unfortunately, all these tools up on Lover's Peak didn't D- think so. Yeah. Well, I will say that it becomes very apparent right away that these two brothers are a couple of horn dogs. That because too. there's two women that, like, come out of the back of the truck and they're, like, eating all the popsicles. And yes. they're like, you said we could, like if we went in your truck, we could have unlimited ice cream. Yep. And they're like, uh, Yeah. <laughs> like, they brought him to the makeout point to, like, score yes. and sell ice cream. Yes. And now that no one wants their ice cream, they're going to leave and the girls are pissed. And they're like, just drop us off. <laughs> yes. It's like, girls, you could still have the ice cream. Mm-hmm. Take the ice cream. They, they walk out of the back back with, like, two popsicles in each hand. Yeah, it's like a jackpot. Right? Um. So, anyway, so the couples that are remaining up there, they continue their makeout sessions. And this shooting star goes by this huge fiery blast goes through the sky and uh deb deb sees it deb and mike see it i think the other couples are a little preoccupied yeah nobody else really nobody else seems to really care yeah care about it um and deb bless her heart she sees this as a way to get out of this awful raft situation she's found (laughs) herself in she's like we should go see where that landed and and mike's like well no like i i just want to sit under the stars with you and you know she you know she's thinking like dude i don't want to sit in this fucking squeaky ass raft (laughs) like i want to like i I will literally do anything to get out of this horrible situation i'm in this is awful and unromantic and the unsexiest thing ever let's go find the shooting star so he relents and he's like okay Mm. and Another person sees the shooting star as well, not at Lover's Lane. It's a nearby farmer yes. that you were referencing Before, early on. yeah, him and his dog. Um, so they see it. Um, and he and that farmer was actually had like a bunch of books on like astronomy and stuff. Yeah. So he assumes and thinks it's Haley's Comet. Yes. Which if Haley's Comet came crashing down to Earth, there'd probably be a problem. Yeah. But so he goes to check it out, and he actually gets there first before Mike and Deb. Now, is Haley's Comet, is that the is that the comet that Heaven's Gate drank the Kool-Aid and wore, like, those hideous shoes and all? Was that, they were, like, going to... Haley's Comet, yeah, that was the comet. They were going to hitch a ride on Haley's Comet and, you know... Did you know that the Heaven's Gate website is still up and running? Is it? It's still on GeoCities, and you can... GeoCities. Like, you can still access it. And it's got the, it's got the shitty graphics and, like, the little shitty animations from like 1997 all right so when we're done this you're, gonna, got, I, you're gonna show me this i'm okay? gonna because i i was i listen like i'll go grab my laptop and we're, you're gonna show me this i'm probably on a list somewhere for going to it but like i 
I, I found you it. You're on your list. I'm always on a list. But I found it, and I was like, holy shit. And they still have, like, all the promotional stuff up and running. Like, oh, like you can join. And I was like, that is, who is? Well, they don't exist anymore. Right, but, but I'm like, <laughs> who is paying to keep this up and running? Like, Well, it's GeoCities. They probably, it was probably just abandoned and, uh, you know. Geo for, like, Angel Fire or yeah. whatever. It's, I mean, it's still, it's got, like, the blingy level, like, gifts like it's it's fucking crazy okay you're gonna have to show me it's this all like after? comic comic sans like it's <laughs> it's crazy it's craziness anyone who's listening to this just look up heaven's gate and like their site pops up and it's it, it is untouched it is like a time capsule from like 1996 1997 it's yeah, fucking crazy it's bananas um so anyway this wow. <laughs> but know. yes to answer your question that was their their bus ticket to wherever the hell they ended up yeah yeah so the farmer, Anyways, the yeah. farmer gets down. He finds out, or he basically follows, and what we think is where it landed. Right. There's this big circus tent. Yeah. There's a huge circus tent where this thing, like a comical one too, like straight like, out of like like a cartoon. Exactly. It's like the red and white striped yep. big big top yep. circus tent, and um, he's like you know unfazed, like completely yeah, he's unfazed. Just walking around. I think he was looking. I don't know if it was looking for an entrance, but. His dog disappears, and I hate it when that shit happens. I, I, so I was like, the kill dog. the old man, not the dog. Yeah, let the dog go. I hate that crap. But anyways, his dog disappears. So, of course, uh, the farmer here is like, he's just like, shit. where the hell is my dog? Yeah. And then he starts, doesn't he start, like, banging on the tent? He starts, like, hitting the hitting tent. And, and stuff, like, where's my dog? Yeah. And one of the clowns, like, comes up yes. behind him. Yeah. And, like, shoots him with a ray gun. Yeah, I guess. Something like, like yeah. a laser. And, and I mean, these clowns are like... <laughs> cotton candy gun. Like a cotton candy gun. Um, these clowns are like seven feet tall. Very scary. Sharp Terrifying, teeth. Terrifying, yeah. And I, I used... And they're, I mean, so cartoon, they're so cartoony even that, if you noticed, the hands have only four fingers. Yeah. Like, that's how cool it's, cartoony it's it very, is. It's very... Disney. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. Um, but this guy gets, like, shot with, like, a ray gun, cotton candy gun that, like... Yeah, it kind of envelops him. And then he's gone. And we don't see him anymore. Um... So then uh, we do, be, you know, in between the old man and what happens next, we get another shot of the police station. Yeah. Um, and Officer Mooney is questioning a, a 1988 mall goth, I guess you could call him, like that kid with like the... Yeah, he was really into like the Cure and Joy <laughs> Division. Yeah. That kind of guy. Or, like... or maybe like, you know... Uh, the Clash. Yeah. <laughs> just like a wedding singer. Do you like Flock of Seagulls? No, but I can tell you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, legit. Um, just like your stereotypical mall goth. And yeah. and we kind of get the idea that like Officer Mooney is like the aggressive. I mean, you, you understood that early on in the movie, but like now that he's like interrogating these guys who... They they were drinking they were drinking wine on a college campus and I'm like there's no way that this guy is a college student this well, man yeah this man this man is a 44 year old like construction worker like he is not a college student <laughs> right um but he's like he's being like very aggressive with with the small goth and his friend and 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 Dave the younger cop is is being a little bit more lenient and is trying yeah. to and is is basically warning Mooney like. Well, I mean, it seemed like it seemed like Mooney was almost like profiling. Yeah, these guys, you know, they're dressed in whatever, and they have eyeliner on and all this other stuff. Little you know? did they know that, like, come like two thousand four, two thousand five, guys in eyeliner would be highly respected for a brief, a brief, <laughs> a brief, brief period of time. I dated one. I dated a guy who wore uh, eyeliner. Yes, not my proudest moment. <laughs> 
I, you know what? One of these days, I'd like to hear what your proudest moments are. I have none. <laughs> right? All right. Living this long? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um. <laughs> um, all right. So, so anyway, so, yeah, that happens. And, I mean, that, they, lock them, they lock them up. And, the, and, well, the only reason I reference it is because those guys are in the movie later on. Yes. Um, but then we, we go back to uh, Deb and Mike, who... Now that the farmer is gone, the dog is gone, evidently these clowns are gone as well. They come across the circus tent. Yes. And Deb Deb is showing like, hey, like, I don't want to go in this thing. I I, I don't want to go in it. And Mike's like, come on, no. Like, it's, he describes it as a, maybe it's a new wave European circus. And I was like, sir, what the fuck are you talking about? You got your Cirque du Soleil and all those, but that didn't happen until later. Yeah. But it's <laughs> a new wave European circus, and he convinces her to go inside, and it's just craziness inside. Yeah, it's, it's like, a fun, like house. a fun house. It's like a fun yeah. house. And he and is... like these weird elevators and stuff. It's very bright. Like, the colors in this movie are awesome. Yeah. It's like Everything a lot of, like, very, like, like, day glow and, like, yeah, neon like glow neon in the dark. Stuff. Um, yeah, super fun. And... She's and Deb is like just basically like, hey, like be quiet. We don't know who's in here. We don't know what this is. And he is making an so absolute fucking racket. Like he's so making much so noise. much noise, and he's hitting like noise. every button he sees. Yeah, he's touching every button. They they go into like he hits a button and like the door rotates and they for like the elevator. Yeah, or whatever. and they go in and, and they walk. They walk waltz right in. Yeah, they walk in like no no issue, and they end up in a room that has like a big like. I forget what those things are called. My brother used to have one when I was growing up. It was like the static electricity, like yeah, the ball, you, the, the ball. plasma ball. I think, yeah, and you would like, like touch that. it. You would touch it, and the, the the current would like go towards your hand, but you couldn't feel it. Right. It was like those glass. It's like so, one of those. Something like that. Um, yeah. But they also have like all of like the cotton candy balloon things. They actually kind of look like light bulbs to me. Yes. That the way like it looks like cotton candy because it's bright pink and it's like fluffy. Yeah. But the way they were hung up, it almost looked like light bulbs. Yeah. It's but like a weird like, shape. there's like hundreds of these just hanging from like the walls and the ceiling. Yeah. And right? they like they touch one and when they peel the cotton candy, they find out that there's like a dead body there's in it. There's a person in it, yeah. And and Mike recognizes the person. It's someone that he knows. He knew. Yeah. Um and then they find the old man's body yep. from earlier in the farmer. Yep. He's he is now encased in this like cotton candy cocoon thing yeah and like while they're stooping another clown comes in and catches them yeah he sees them and they make a they make a run for it they are now being pursued by this clown as well as like two or three other clowns yeah um, and they have this uh they're uh the clowns have this gun this popcorn yeah, gun popcorn gun very very goofy looking again straight out of like the a comic strip yes and it shoots popcorn what looks like popcorn. Yes. So we assume it's popcorn. But of course, you know, these guys are like, not the clowns, the Devin Mike there, decide to book it. Yes. Because now they've been spotted and clearly they are being pursued by these seven, seven eight foot yeah. <laughs> creepy monster clown look at things. And what I love too is like, they the clowns to help them find Devin Mike while Devin Mike are like running through the woods. They get yeah, out of the they tent. get out of the tent and they start booking it through the woods. Right, and the clowns use a balloon dog to track. I was I dying. Know. I love that part. <laughs> it was so, so funny. So one of the clowns quickly puts together a balloon, balloon animal dog. that's a dog <laughs> and it's like alive, and they use that to track these people. So funny. Super fun, and that was an actual like balloon animal. By so the good, way. really? That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, they actually um, covered the the latex of the balloon. Yeah. No, 
or the whatever balloons are made of with latex so it wouldn't pop on the pine needles that's so when funny. they ran through the woods that's so good yeah but like and i well they shoot they shoot at deb and mike with this popcorn gun like as they're escaping and popcorn gets all over them. Yes. Like, it gets all like over Deb's their, clothes. Yeah, and, like, in their hoods and yeah. pockets and whatever. Yeah, and, you know, it's just, it's popcorn, whatever. Yeah. Um, when the bloodhound at the beginning, the farmer's dog, gets snatched, I was like, not the dog. When Deb and Mike are fleeing in the car and they reverse it and they hit the balloon dog, I was like, not the balloon dog. Right? Like, still, even balloon animals. Don't do don't it. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Um, and they and they book it. They they do manage to escape. Um, they hit one of the clowns on the way out, but he doesn't die. He like sits right up like the Undertaker. Like, <laughs> yes, sits, I know. Um, I know, right? Um, and Deb is telling like we have to go to the police station, yes. and he's a little cautious. He's like, "What are we going to tell yeah, them?" Yeah, he's like, like, "They're not going to believe us." Gonna... Blah 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 blah. But she's like, "I know someone on the force. He'll believe me." Yes. And so that's a little telling. Yes. So they head to the police station. Meanwhile, the clowns make their way into town. Yep. And just waltz on in. This waltz on in with no fucking issue. Um and so so the clown I mean we're we're we have like a little bit of back and forth. So the clowns are in town. They're they go into like a convenience store, they're tearing the place <laughs> apart, and they're like they're killing everyone. Like yeah. they're just wrapping them up in the cotton candy cocoon yeah. things. I actually have a whole list of every one of those. <laughs> Oh my god! Like everything I, that I, they do, and I tried to count them as far as the kill count goes. I, I have a. So I we'll have a see strange, how it goes. Yeah, we'll see if we're we are even close. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, while this is happening, um, and we and we will get into some of the scenes, but we find out that um, after Mike and Deb make it to the police station, they're telling Dave, who's the younger cop, yes, what has happened. You know, there's dead bodies. They're in like this weird cotton candy cocoon thing, and Dave is clearly skeptical but he hears them out he brings them inside and he's letting them tell their story and uh, officer mooney like hears part of it and is just ridiculing them for just being like just what, being dumb and wasting it, yeah time. wasting everyone's time but dave is giving them the benefit of the doubt yeah and he offers and he offers to, to take deb home he's like listen i'll go check it out yep we're gonna bring deb home yeah and then you know mike you mike and i are gonna go yeah. up and they get in the they get in the cruiser and while they're on their way to Deb's house to drop her off, we find out that Deb and Dave used to date. Yes, of and, course, of course. You know you got to have the conflict there. Yes, and Dave still has feelings for Deb, despite the fact that Deb is with Mike now. Right. Um. And honestly, like this. Okay, this is a sign of of my maturity <laughs> and my my growth as a human being yeah let's 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 hear it ash um, i would love to hear what you <laughs> again let but like i, I would your ne- idea on this is. i i would never date a cop so let's just say because i that's just the worst thing you could do but <laughs> let's just say dave is a fireman because because okay. fi- firemen are like you know the the meme the cops. meme that i've heard is that no one has a song called fuck the fire department like they don't you know, like there is a, that there is that um let's say dave's a fireman and i'm in deb's position and i have i i have the option of dating a guy with a good career, great benefits, you know, a union, like has his shit together, or dating a guy who takes me to a makeout point with a bunch of other people and makes out with me in a raft in the back of a station wagon. I'm going back to the firefighter. Like <laughs> Are that's you? it. Yeah. I'm that's, going, that's it. And that's and that's growth and maturity because 19, 20 year old Ashley would have been like, well, no, the raft's a unique that's a unique way to hook up with somebody. I guess. But now 30-something-year-old Ashley is like, no, you date the guy who has a future. Like, that's, 
That's gross. Well, I mean, Mike That's could gross. have a future. We don't know what Mike does. He he makes a fucking racket in a circus tent in the middle of the woods. This is true. <laughs> he probably shouldn't have done that. Um, so anyway, so they drop Deb off at the house that she lives in or her apartment or whatever. And, and, Mike, and Mike and Dave go up to, to find this tent in the woods. Yes. Meanwhile... The clowns are in town. They sure are. So and they're just causing all sorts of fun havoc all over the town. We have one woman who answers the door to what she thinks is a pizza delivery. And it's yep, the clown. Um, and everyone is strangely comfortable with the fact that there's like eight foot tall clowns like at yeah, their door. Yeah, they're totally okay with it. So yeah. one of the first ones. So we pan over to... A puppet show that one of them so generously put together. Now keep in mind, it's like the middle of the night. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't say the well, it's probably close to the middle of the night. Like, it's, <laughs> it's late. Yeah. We assume it's late. Um, so there's this puppet show. This one person walks up and obviously starts watching it because it's hilarious. Like, I'm watching this puppet show and I'm like, I would stop for that. I would stop and laugh at that, yeah. But anyways, he gets ray gunned. The pizza... She gets ray gunned. Also, maybe don't answer a door if you didn't order pizza. Yeah. Like, why would you answer the door? <laughs> that happened to me once, and it was terrifying. Just because somebody ordered a pizza, it wasn't me, but they got the house wrong. <laughs> so they showed up at my house at like eight thirty at night. I feel like I would just. And we're that. like, "What's that?" And you know, Andy answers the door. He's like, "Oh, it's just the pizza guy got the wrong address." I'm like, oh, "Okay," and I'm like, "Wait." What kind of pizza was right? it? What are we talking? Like, what are we? Getting? I'm like, should we have just taken this pizza? Or was what? there cheesy bread involved? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so we have the pizza delivery. Someone, one of the other clowns, delivers a Valentine. Yes. And again, knocking. On, this is like not in the open. Like this is they're knocking on people's doors, and people are just answering the doors. It's 1988. It's a different it, time. It's a different time. <laughs> but but they keep the door open and are entertaining. Like, they're not just, like, shutting the door because there's a seven-foot creepy-ass fucking clown in front of me. I'm not afraid of clowns. Like, I'm not one of those people that, Really? Like, I'm, I thought you were. Everyone seems to think that, but I'm like... Maybe it's I, because you're afraid of balloons. I'm terrified of balloons. <laughs> and balloons scare the shit out of me. Oh, I don't... Oh, man. I, there's I, an episode of My Strange Addiction you really need to watch. I don't think I'm going to do that. <laughs> I'm totally going to make you watch that. I um, I'm, I don't like balloons. Balloons scare the shit out of me. Um, So, I, I maybe that's where the misconception comes from. But clowns themselves do not. But I'm not afraid of clowns. But if I ever open the door and there was like a seven foot tall clown at my door. The door is getting slammed and locked and something is getting pushed in front of the door while I frantically call for help. And I'm, I'll call the fire department. I'm not calling the police. Um, mm. A cab. <laughs> Let's see. There's also like this gang somewhere. And one of the clowns like That was my up. favorite. Hilarious, my favorite right? part. Oh and my they God. were like this. I want to say it was like a gang, but they were giving the clown like the business. Yes. And then they get into like a tussle. Well, so the clown, they're all bikers and they're all yeah. hanging out. They're all hanging out outside this bar, which is uh, their equivalent to Ralph's, which was our biker bar that <laughs> our we used to go bar, to. Yeah. I love Ralph's um, very much still. But yeah. so the bikers are all outside and this clown pulls up on his tricycle. And it's like, ran it, ran it, with the horn. Yeah, like, <laughs> With a little bike horn. Yeah. little bike bell. And one of the bikers, like, this huge guy comes over. And the clown is now off of the bike and is standing there with his little tricycle. And the guy's like, can I, can I ride your bike? And the clown shakes his head. And he's like, well, can I, like, beep the horn? And the clown nods. And he, like, beeps the horn. But then he picks the bike up and slams it down and smashes it. Yep. And, and the clown is pissed. 
Yeah. And we get our like Jason takes Manhattan moment where <laughs> yeah. like they're like they tussle, but the clown just like he punches his head off, basically. Like, <laughs> Literally, that's what I have written down. Punches head off. Punches head period. off. Um, he punches he punches the biker's head off, and the head goes like into a nearby trash can, and all the bikers are like, deuces, and they just take off. Right. They fucking Smart. bail. So there's another bit that uh, I thought was pretty funny. Um, the shadow puppets. Oh, my God. Remember the shadow puppets? Well, so before we, I mean, before this, we get to, yeah. So this all this stuff is happening in between... Um, Mike and Dave, they're going to look at stuff. Yeah, like, it, like, we have clips of, like, the clowns in town and what they're doing. Right. So this is not all together at once. Right. So, so when, prior to that. So when Mike and Deb, uh, I'm sorry, when uh, Mike and Dave get to where the tent was, it's gone. It's just a it's giant like, it, hole. It's a crater. Like a crater, yeah. And Dave is fucking pissed because his time is being wasted. Yeah. This guy has dragged his ex-girlfriend into this weird situation. Right. So, what I wanted to know is that, okay, so now there's this massive crater Mm -hmm. in the ground, right? So now, um, Dave, the cop, is all skeptical, right? Yeah. Like, what the hell? You dragged me out here, blah, blah, blah. Why doesn't anybody investigate this crater that wasn't here yesterday? Yeah, this crater was not here yesterday. Like, why why are you being skeptical, Dave? Because clearly something is going on. Yeah, clearly something was here. Um, they go back to, like, the makeout point. <laughs> Lover's Lane. Lover's Lane. <laughs> and, like, wants. all the cars are destroyed. Yes. And there is pink there's cotton candy. There's nobody there either. Everybody's yes. gone. Everybody's gone. And there's pink cotton candy shit everywhere. In the cars. Outside and of the cars. Yeah. Dave, Dave goes out to investigate. He finds, like, a bloody pair of glasses with cotton candy all over it. Um, all the cars are abandoned. They're all filled with this, like, cotton candy shit. So he goes and gets, um, he goes and gets Mike. And, um... Let's him out of the back of the cruiser because even though he's still skeptical, Mike did tell him like this was happening. Yeah, so he's so like, is, something. Yeah, so he's like, is this the shit that like you saw? And he's like, yeah. So he like uncuffs him, and he's like, all right, we should go like get Deb because like she's probably in danger, and like I'm gonna call this in because you know kids are missing now. Yeah. Um, back in town, so, so now they're like back in the cruise and they're heading back to town. Right. One of the things that happens, um, and I did put a note here is. There's like a part, like a pizza party or something happening yes, at like a little restaurant. At, um, like a pizza place. Yes, and this little blonde girl. Big top girl, pizza, I believe it was called. Yes. Yeah. Um, or big top burger. I'm sorry, big top burger. This little blonde girl is sitting with like this group of kids celebrating something, like a birthday, birthday or, something. or something. Yeah. And she sees the clown outside, and I was like, it's always the little blonde white girl <laughs> that like goes towards the paranormal yes, shit. Yes, I know, <laughs> Caroline. Don't Car- go into the lion. <laughs> Um, you've never done this before. <laughs> Neither have you. You're right. <laughs> um, so movie. he's like, he's like, co- the, the, one of the clowns is outside and he's like trying to get the little girl to come out towards him. And I think he has like a hammer hidden behind his back. Like one of those big comical, like strength. Yeah. Like the arcade kinda, game. Yeah. I was going to say it was kind of like Harley Quinn's hammer. Yes. Or something yes. Like that, yeah. Um, and the little girl is like, cause again, little blonde white girl, she's going to go investigate the paranormal shit. She's yeah, going she to go outside. She's having a very bad time at that party. Yeah. You can and tell. She, <laughs> yeah. And she like went to leave and one of the people stopped her and was like, you're not going anywhere until after you finish your food. Right. And the clown's like pissed. Cause he's like, God darn it. You know? Right. Um, we, we get a shot of Deb who is at her house and she has changed out of her clothes that she was in like throughout most of the night. She's now in like sweatpants and a sweatshirt. 
and then she's gonna take a shower so i'm like there feels like a step an unnecessary an unnecessary step but whatever so she's well, like she's gonna take a shower and meanwhile there's, there's popcorn there's popcorn on the clothes that she takes off yeah and so she's it's all on the floor now and rather than like pick it up or be like oh there's a lot of popcorn she yeah just leaves. brushing it all off of her before she walks into the house yeah she know, just like popcorn. leaves it and the popcorn is very clearly moving across the floor on its own uh-huh. and she is just oblivious oblivious to it Obliv- all. i i see things out of the corner of my eye and i look me too. All the time. Me too. Because it's always like a tick or a spider or something. Yeah. yeah. Or just floaters because, or just, I'm, or just because I have terrible eyesight. Right. Um, but she doesn't notice that these big ass kernels of popped popcorn are just like moving, moving. across the floor. Or like just crawling across the and floor. And there's like a couple that she, there's a couple on her shirt that she throws in the hamper. Yes. And the hamper is like shaking. Yes. And it's loud. Yes. And she doesn't notice. Does not notice what And she takes Completely the oblivious. longest shower I've, like I take long showers. This bitch <laughs> was in there for like 40 minutes. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing in there? Are you exfoliating and doing like a cleansing routine? Are you maybe double washing is. your hair? Are you right? doing a maybe, hair mask? Like what is, is? It's the eighties. Like come on. Um, <laughs> so while she's doing that, um, <laughs> I think I think Dave like calls into the oh the, the shadow puppet part because at that point after- yes. So Dave and Mike. Oh, we have to get back to Deb's house, right? Because weird shit's happening. Yeah. So they're driving, you know, through town. So they happen to upon like a shadow, like a bus I don't know stop. If they see, yeah, a bus it's a bus stop. stop. So there's like I tried to count these people. It was very hard to count. There are five. Them. Okay, I got five. Okay. So, um, so a clown stops by, right? Yeah. And he starts entertaining these people at the bus stop with these really awesome shadow, shadow puppets. puppets. They're awesome, and they're changing them like. Like, he does a shadow puppet of, like, Washington crossing the Delaware. Just, like, crazy-ass shit like yeah, that. Yeah, bizarre. You know, bizarre, like, super fun, this, like, movement and all sorts of things. All of a sudden, they, he makes, like, a... Like a T-Rex. Like a T-Rex, yeah. And then the shadow puppet swallows all of these people. Yeah, like, it was fucking once. awesome. It was so cool. It was awesome. Yeah. And... And they see this. Yes, Dave and Mike so Dave happen and Mike to come this. across this. And... <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, shit! Yeah. <laughs> it's like... So- so they try to hit the clown. They miss. The clown, like, jumps straight up in the air and disappears. Yep. And Dave, I hate Officer Mooney because he's the miserly old prick. Yeah, he's a jerk. But one of my favorite lines is uh, Dave, like, f- uses his CB radio to phone into the police station to yep. let them know, like, you know, there's killer clowns in town. Like, they're killing people. And Officer Mooney, who has, at this point, been getting a ton of phone calls at the police station since he's there by himself, and it's all people talking about clowns. Doesn't and he, he thinks... Stop, like, he just stops answering. Because he, he thinks he's being fucked with. They're, yeah, they're just pranking him yeah, or something. Yeah, he, and he's, yeah. Like, he's like, is the whole county in on this? And it's like, not likely, dude, but okay. Mm, yeah, so, I mean, it seems so, pretty unlikely that that would be a thing so dave is like telling him he's like there's killer clowns and and officer mooney is just like not putting up with it and he's like fuck you over which i just thought was the perfect send-off i'm like i wish i had a cb radio just so i could be like fuck you over it's so good um <laughs> the fcc would ban you <laughs> <laughs> so uh they they still have to get to deb's house but they do see the brothers who own the ice cream truck kind of driving mm. by the scene and and mike is like i have to warn them they're my friends i have yeah. to warn them what's going on you know, you go back to, you You go get Deb, I'm going to go warn them yeah. about what's happening. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, Dave actually heads back to the police station, and 
Well, prior to him getting there, a bunch of stuff happened. Yes. Well, so Mike is now with the brothers, and yes. they're go. I think they actually decide to go to Deb's. They go to Deb's. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and Dave goes back to the station to, like, get backup. He needs backup. Yes. And while they're all in transport, some shit happens. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so... Uh, Officer it. Mooney is in the police station by himself, and a big ass clown comes in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he try he tries to arrest the clown because the clown is doing like joke bits. Yes, with it's so good, <laughs> just so good. Um, he I, does he have like the flower that like squirts water? Yes, he has like the flower. <laughs> he pulls the flower out, and then it like squirts water like directly in his face. But it's not like a little bit of water. It's, it's like, like a lot, a lot of a water. Lot of water. <laughs> and he's just like sitting there, like his face drenched in water. He ends up taking the cl- uh, excuse me, taking the clown in. Yes, like, he cuffs him and brings him to where the cells are, which also kind of weirded me out because it looks like. That this police station has like multiple cells. Yes. Which I feel like is not that it's not a thing for a small town. For a small town, like, there's like one. You'll have like cell. a holding cell, and that's it. Yeah. And everybody stays there until maybe two at the absolute most. Right. But anyways, there's this hallway. It looked like a prison. Yeah. Really. So anyways, he puts him in the same cell that these other two dudes, the Molgoth, the Molgoth and his friend were in. Yeah. So he puts um, him in there. I did love how when Officer Mooney tried to cuff the clown. The clown, like, the hands. the hands came <laughs> the off, hands came and he was like, he's just getting progressively more and more bullshit that the yes. clown was, like, fucking with him. So, he, like, I love that scene. So, he, he goes to put him in the cell, and he, like, hits him with his billy club, like, as the clown's going into, and the clown gets, like, pissed, but there's nothing he can do about it, because, right. you know, he's cuffed or whatever, and right. Officer Mooney locks him in with these two guys, and the clown's just standing there glaring at Officer Mooney, and then he, like, turns and looks at the mall goth, and they're like, what are you in for? And it's like, how come no one is freaked out at the fact that these things are like eight feet tall? And not just that, they're terrifying. They're, they got weird ass teeth. Like, got... it doesn't look like a person in a clown costume. Yeah. This is like Muppet style, like, yeah. out of, all over the top type stuff. Um, But then doesn't, like, Officer Mooney, like... He walks away. He walks away. But, like, something happens to him, and I can't remember off the top of my head not, what happened. Something does happen to him, but not until a little bit later. Okay. Not much later. So, meanwhile, Deb, who is finally out of her shower, and, <laughs> and despite, the fact that, despite the fact that she had an outfit on that she went to Lover's Lane in, and then changed into a sweatshirt and sweatpants before taking those off to take a shower, now she's in a completely different outfit. And yep. I'm like, what a waste of clothes. Um, <laughs> my God. Especially, like, at night. Yeah. Like, where are you going? It's, it's like, where are, you, are, you, are you going back out, bitch? Are you going back out? <laughs> um, even, I, like, I, even when I had, like, the peak stamina, it was like, t- 10.30 at night, I'm done. Like, I'm, I'm, not, I know, going, right? I'm not going out. Um, but like, she, once I'm in for the night, I'm in. But she finally, she finally gets out of the shower, and these popcorn kernels have grown. Have grown. They have grown. And they are, like creepy clown flower they're like venus flytraps but like clown heads kind of like a jack-in-the-box yeah yeah so so these these so we're gonna say that the popcorn was basically the clowns in larval form right yeah let's go with that yeah that makes sense so and then they (laughs) you know they go through stages before they become legit clowns so they've grown but not a body, just like long necks with a head attached and razor sharp teeth. It's like little shop and, of horrors. Yes. Yeah. And um, oh, I love that movie. <laughs> we should do that one. Ooh, that's a good one. Anyways, it would be it would hit our musical mark. Ah. Moving on. <laughs> moving on. All right. So so they have these razor sharp teeth, 
And now they're, like, hopping and, like, they're vicious. Yeah. Whereas, like, the other clowns, they're just, I mean, obviously they're vicious too. But But they're goofy. But they're goofy and this and that. Yeah. But these things are just going after her, like, badgers. Like, the honey badger. Well, she has, like, a a sweater on. And, like, one bites her shoulder and is, like, biting through her cardigan with its razor teeth. And, like, when she gets away, she's got a big fucking hole in her Mm shoulder, like, in her Mm -hmm. her sleeve. And there's um, tons of these little things. Yeah, all, they were all the kernels. All yeah. the kernels. All the kernels have had. And they're hopping out of, like, the, the hamper there. Yeah. And wherever else the popcorn fell. Yeah. So and that's she, actually kind of terrifying, really. So she tries to, like, she tries to go out the door, and, like, there's a clown waiting for her. Yes. And then she tries to go out the window, and when she looks down, there's, there's clowns like, holding, clowns. like, an itty-bitty trampoline. Yes! So... <laughs> So good. They're just so. It's like the. It's like every like circus thing that you yeah, can think of. They, yeah, they included. Yeah. So like they they catch they catch Deb, and rather than put her in the cotton candy cocoon, they put, put her in like a, like a big yellow balloon thing. thing. Yeah. Um, and it's almost like a beach ball kind of. Yeah, thing. and as they're bringing her outside, uh, Mike and the two brothers that have the ice cream truck are arriving. Meanwhile, yes. if you looked at <laughs> meanwhile, if you looked at everything else, it appears that these clowns have literally taken over the town. Yeah. Like they're having parades and shit like down the street or yeah. what appears to be like a parade. Yeah. But there's so many of them. Yeah, there's more and, and more these clowns. These guys are driving through with the, the the ice cream truck and they see Deb in the balloon or whatever. Thingy, yeah. Driving away. Yeah. So obviously they have to, you know, they go after her, obviously. So I mean, so before they try to rescue Deb, we do see Officer Mooney again. Right. Um, so they go back to the station. Yes. And what they come across <laughs> is a clown sitting in his chair. Yes. Ventriloquisting Mr. Mooney. Right. Dave, Dave comes in. <laughs> Dave comes in to radio for backup. And, yes. he, and he does. And he's explaining to like these other officers, like, you need to come here immediately. There's clowns. And you could kind of hear, like, the laughter on the other end. He's like, no, I'm, like, 100% like, serious. Like, you need to come. Like, there's something crazy going on. And as he goes to leave the station, presumably to go find Mike and Deb again. Right. There, like you said, there's a clown sitting in Mooney's chair. And he has Mooney on his Like, his lap. His knee. Yeah. And, his knee. And prior to this, Dave had gone into the holding cells because... It had like that, you know how like in the fun house you follow the footsteps and then the footsteps oh, go up like yes. on the wall so, like, and like on the like, ceiling. There's all like these like, like black light reflective footsteps. Yes. And Dave They're follows the them end. into where the holding cells yes. were. And the two goth kids are now in the cotton candy cocoon. Yes. And the clown has escaped. Yes. So after, so this is like he radios for help. He goes to the holding cell and then he goes to get the fuck out of there. And he sees the clown sitting with Officer Mooney as like. A, a, a dummy, dummy on his on his knee and he's talking and he's talking yeah. in Mooney's voice the clown's like being a ventriloquist and, yeah. and Officer Mooney has like the rosy red cheeks the, yeah, the and lines the lines down the it's, and it's clearly blood like down his yeah. chin and and Dave is like fuck this <laughs> so, right so he's like out um so however however he does actually fire at the clown. Yes. And he hits him right square in the nose. And the red nose. And then he spins around real fast and explodes. So, so we know how they died. And it's, you have you to. You have to get him in the nose. You have to get That's him in the, the nose. That's the weak spot. That's, That's the Achilles heel. Yes, right? it's the nose. Right. Um, All right. So that happens. However, no one else knows this other than no, Dave. No, it's just him. Just Dave. Yeah, nobody knows. Um, do, do Mike and the... I don't want to call them twins, but the brothers. Brothers. Um, do they end up saving Deb? I think Dave is actually the no. So they bring her. They bring her back to the ship, don't they? They do bring her back okay. to the ship. So basically, what's happening now is I believe 
I don't know. I want to say Dave and Mike. They back pursue, together. They, but the brothers are using their truck with the PA system to literally warn everybody. Yes. You know, if you see these clowns, get the fuck out. Yeah. So, well, I, I do remember that Mike and the brothers are pursuing the clowns in this weird in the beginning yes. they had the, the little clown car which i was watching this it's with a andy. legit clown car i was watching this with andy and the entire time he's like so where's the clown car gag yeah it eventually did happen. It, it did happen <laughs> but, but he was waiting for it the whole dave, time dave so the, the the clown car is speeding the ice cream truck is speeding and dave sees the ice cream truck and knows that mike is with those guys so he pursues yeah the ice cream truck sees that they're being chased by a cop and they hit the brakes and Dave ends up like rear-ending them. Yes. And it's, it's like, so the, the clowns get away. Yes. So Mike and Dave are like, okay, we're going to go, we're all going to follow them together. No one split up. Right. Um, the clowns, meanwhile, they go to, they, Dave, Dave and Mike figure out where, if you were a clown, where would you go? Oh, there's like a the fucking circus park. or something near an amusement yeah, park. Yeah, they move the, they move their tent to the amusement park. Yes. So they figured out that out. Like, where would you go? Yeah. If I was a clown, where would I go? So they, they have their ship in the amusement park. Yes. And there's a security guard, um, like patrolling the amusement park at night. <laughs> yes. And this poor bastard, like yeah, I the, know. the clowns pull up. We get the clown car gag where, like, seven of them get out of this itty-bitty car. And the security guard is just basically like, hey, guys, the park is closed. And and then, like, when he realizes, like, these eight-foot-tall clowns are not leaving and they all have pies in their hands, he's like, what are you guys going to do with those pies? And he immediately (laughs) gets, like, pied to death. Yes! Yes. (laughs) The pies pies are made of acid or something. (laughs) So he gets covered. He's covered in, like... Whipped cream, and let's not forget the cherry on top because there was one. There was a cherry it was on huge. top. huge. Um, and when the guys get there, this dude is obviously has melted to nothing. And I love that it's like a, it's just clearly like a skeleton. Like, it's like a spirit Halloween yes, skeleton. Yes, yes. Um, so the clowns go in with Deb into their spaceship, which is hiding amongst all these other rides at the amusement park. Right. Um, Mike, Dave, and the and the brothers, the, the horned up ice cream, ice cream truck brothers, show right. up. And despite the fact that, like, people are dying, the brothers are still not convinced that this is something that should be taken seriously. Like, they're still making jokes. They're still, like, disobeying Dave. Because Dave's like, hey, everybody, like, stay together. And they're just like, waka waka, we're going to go this way, you know? Like, (laughs) just being total pains in the ass. Um, So they go back into the ship. Yes. All, All four of them. All four of them. Yeah. And Mike is like, hey, I recognize this. Like, I think I know where to go. Right. And they go in pursuit of Deb. Meanwhile, the brothers fuck off on their own. No. Well, they were following them. Right. But then they fell into, like, a trap door or something. Yes. So they did get separated. They fall into a ball pit, which is a whole other thing. Yeah. Um, speaking of horn dogs. Um, and there's two female clowns in the ball pit. Yes, there is. And... They're like, we don't really see much of what happens afterwards. But we can assume but based we can on assume what... what happens because yeah. it's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Um... <laughs> but anyways, yeah, they get separated. So now we just have Dave and Mike again um... in pursuit of her. Which So so Mike knows where to go because he's obviously been, he's the been before, there before. And he gets right to where, their whole, where the holding. The cotton candy room. Yeah. And before they can rescue Deb, they have to hide because a clown comes into the room. And we figure out what they're doing with these cotton candy yes. ball things that have yes. people in them. 
And of course, of course, it uses a crazy straw because it was the most bizarre, insane, crazy straw I've ever seen. So super fun, super fun. (laughs) So we learn, and I mean, I I kind of assumed it from early on. These clowns eat people. Yes. And they specifically drink their blood. Yeah. So they have all these people that are in these cotton candy cocoons. The clown sticks a crazy straw, and it is the craziest crazy straw I've ever seen. <laughs> there's like, there's it's like, like a twenty-minute montage of like the blood going from all through the, the straw up to the up to the clown. Um. So then, and so the clown drinks the blood, and then it, it goes to leave, and they go back to looking for Deb, and they and they find her. They do find her, and, and she's alive. And she's alive. And Dave is like, okay, I'm gonna shoot the balloon because we can't pop it with our fingers. There's nothing. They couldn't get it. So yeah. he sh- and it pops, and Deb is free. Yep. Um, However, that makes a whole bunch of noise. It does make a fucking everyone making a goddamn racket in this UFO. <laughs> Legit. Um. So, and, and I will say that the Funhouse UFO was way more impressive than the Funhouse at the Big E, which is always, like, one of my favorite. I was, I was like, this looks like so much fun. The Funhouse UFO is awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> if that was, like... I'm like, a, I would love this. All that, of this. If, except for the end part. That would yeah. be a little creepy. But... If that was, like, an attraction, like, oh, you can go on, like, the UFO, I'd be all over that. So much. I'd be all over that. You go to the Funhouse at the Big E, and, I mean... I, was it you or Holly? The one of the this was years ago. I went to the Big E. It might have been all of us. We it went to the Big E, and Holly and I rode the haunted house because it's of course mandatory at the Big E. Yeah, and it's basically you sit in the little cart, and it yeah. goes it goes to the left, and you hear like the like the scream, <laughs> yeah, and then like a vampire kind of like leans out as you're going, and it's like ah, and you're <laughs> yeah. like oh okay, and then you go and there's nothing, and then you hear like a wolf howling, and as you're going to turn that corner, like a pumpkin comes down, and you're like yeah. ah so scary and then you go around one more and it's like a ghost like a sheep yeah it's like boo and then and then and then you're out and you're like where'd my five dollars (laughs) go right this is so much better than that um yes i would pay big bucks to go through that fun house um so uh they they do rescue deb all the clowns have heard this racket and then we get like another yeah we get like another montage of them trying to run away and they're running through this fun house that this has got nothing house. but traps here and there. And, and it's super, every, super fun. Like, they, they reach a doorway. Every different room. Yes. Yes. They reach a doorway, and Deb's like, Mike, open that door. And he opens it, and there's a smaller door. Every time he opened a door, he was like, another door. <laughs> opens so the door. Another door. Another. Like, it just kept going. I'm like... <laughs> and finally, like, finally they get to this, like, one room where they are surrounded by clowns. And... Yes. Like, they climb up on this thing. They're trying to get away. Dave, at this point, like, has been shooting a couple of them. But yeah, here and there. But there were so many of them. There's so many of them. And also, this was, like, in the 80s before we knew that, like, cops would just shoot indiscriminately. So, like, so he's just really, he's really bad. He's just really bad at hitting the mark. Um, so, the... To their, to their luck, though... Who shows up? The brothers. Yes. The, in the ice cream truck. Yes. And they use the PA system on the ice cream truck to like kind of hypnotize, not hypnotize, but the clowns. Well, there's a clown on top of the ice cream truck. So, that, so they're kind of like, all the other clowns are kind of like mesmerized by this. Yes. And they're talking through the PA system. Which they think is the clown is talking. Is the clown talking. And, and it cuts because to the brothers. it looks like another clown. Yeah. kind of see after the fact. And the but. brothers, when it shows the brothers, they're covered in like lip marks, like kissy, kissy marks. Which and they're mean, like huge too. Yeah, they're huge. So you know that like they scored with the female clowns. They which sure are like, did. Jesus Christ. Um, Love it. So good. <laughs> so they're using the PA system and they're like, let them go. Like I command yeah, you, I command you to let, let them, them go. go. And so Dave, Mike, and Deb like climb down and they're like 
going to sneak away and the clowns start coming out of the trance that they're in. Yes. Um, at what point do we, cause I know, I know they start like, Dave starts like shooting at the clown again. He's busting their noses. They're exploding. Cause that's yeah, their, um, but at what point, I, I think there's like a mega clown or whatever. There's, 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 like Godzilla. A, there's a Godzilla clown. Jojo the clownzilla, I want to say. <laughs> um, one of the, they like, uh, I don't know if they summon him or do something, but this clown shows up. That's And just, he's huge. Like, yeah, like bigger, 20, bigger than, 30 feet tall. Yeah, like so much massive. bigger than the other clowns. Yeah. Um, so now it's like, oh. And don't all the other clowns kind of run away? Like they, they back so when, up. So when scary things are scared of this thing, you should probably, when you know, when scary things are scared, yeah. hightail it out of there. But where are they going to go? They have, yeah. they don't know where to go. And at one point, the mega clown, the Jojo, the Godzilla clown, <laughs> Clownzilla, um, picks up the ice cream truck after after Dave, Deb, and Mike get the fuck out of it. But the brother's like, it's a rental. We can't. They can't, <laughs> they can't leave the truck. And and the the huge clown whips the ice cream truck, and it like. Explodes. explodes straight up explodes um, explodes which is not our first car explosion when yeah. the clouds are wreaking yeah. havoc we did see one like run somebody off the road and it like, yes actually over. that was funny so i forgot to mention that before when they were wreaking havoc because there's town. just so much happening yeah right so one of the scenes where they're just wreaking havoc through town one of the clowns are on like what would appear to be a, an invisible visible motorcycle yeah and his feet are up but the tops of like the balls of his feet are like the headlights did yes. you notice that yeah i saw like, that that was super cool and it runs this car off the road uh, over this bridge yeah we'll talk about that later <laughs> but that's one part that happens there so it's it's two like major explosions of cars yeah in this movie. so now yeah so we're at uh the the ice cream truck exploding. So, so we think that the brothers are dead. We think the brothers are dead. Yeah. Um, and Dave basically tells Deb and Mike, like, you go. I'm going to distract them. Yes. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. And they do. Although Deb is, like, a little reluctant. She doesn't want to leave Dave because, again, he has a job. Um, <laughs> a good one, too. A good job. Yeah. Um, with benefits. Yes. <laughs> and, and PTO and holidays. Yes. Um, and like overtime. A, and a pension. <laughs> and a pension. Um, so she, she's a little reluctant to leave Dave and go with this fucking bum that she's been hanging out with. But they, they do escape. Yes, they and, do. And Dave gets, like, snatched up. Yeah, they, the clownzilla grabs him. And now he's, like, just holding him in his hand. Yeah. And, of course, I think he ran out of ammo as well with his gun. Yeah. So what he does, which is very clever. Yes. And quick thinking on his part, is he grabs his badge out yes. of his shirt and pokes Clownzilla's nose with the pin. And it just pops immediately. And it just pops, and Clownzilla's dead. And the UFO... But then, yeah. Yeah. Things, uh, more things start happening. There's... But there's more. But, there's but wait, more. But, but wait. wait, there's more. Um, <laughs> so at that point, the um, the ship kind of takes off. Yeah. So 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 Dave and uh, I'm sorry, Deb Mike and, and Deb Mike. get out, they're and out. the other cops show up, right? So there's all these other cruisers outside, and they're like, "The fuck is this? Like, what is yeah. all this?" So now, like the 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 tent there starts spinning, and it literally takes off or explodes. It explodes in, like midair. Like, okay, so into like. Very pretty fireworks because you know, clowns. It's still the, yeah, it's still the circus and it's still clowns. So, <laughs> the show must go on. Yes. Anyways, so then a whole you know the clown car kind of does it like float down from the sky or something yes. to that extent? Like yes. it drops down. Yes. The clown car they were in before. Yes. Which I love the fucking clown car. Um, Dave and the two brothers emerge out of it. And I think I think. 
Mike is all of us because he's like, I watched you two blow up yes. to the brothers. Yes. And they're just like, no, we're good. <laughs> well, no, they said they hid in the freezer of oh, their right. ice cream in the truck that protected them, apparently. I'm like, all right. Because they're eating popsicles when they... Meanwhile, <laughs> that's not the first time we've seen somebody hide in a freezer. Indiana Jones. No. Well, yes. <laughs> In Mosquito. Oh, that's right. That's right. Like, he hides. I can't remember his name, but he hides in, like, a that's fridge right. or something. It's an when ongoing they, theme. When they blow up the house. And yeah. He, and it keeps him alive. So, I'm wondering, like, if, you know, things like that start happening, should we just hide in freezers and fridges? With my luck, nothing would happen and I would be stuck in a freezer. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyways. I remember getting locked in the freezer when we worked together on uh, Park Ave. Do you, you mean uh, West Boylston Street? Uh, that's right, West yeah. Boylston Street. I was there was no lock on that freezer. So what's his name? What's his name? Had like moved something while I was. He didn't know I was in the freezer, and he moved like a cart or something in front of the door. And I went <laughs> to I went to get out, and he was like lean. I mean, it was only for like thirty seconds, but I was still like, oh shit! But he's leaning against the cart. He was like leaning on the cart, reaching up to get something. I was in the freezer and the cart was pressed up against the door and I went to get out and I couldn't because the cart was angled in such a way that the door wouldn't open. And I was like, hello? <laughs> I had that moment of panic where I was like, oh my God, I'm going to die in a freezer. And he heard me and was like, oh, sorry. And like, I moved it real quick. But yeah, I think of that. Only you. Only me. Only you. Only me. Anyways. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, they hit in the freezer, which survived, and we don't really know how Dave survived, but sure, we'll go sure, with it. We'll go yeah. With it. So now everybody's watching these beautiful fireworks. The ship's destroyed, and of course, it ends with a bang. Pies. Pies. From the sky well, onto I, everybody's face, but nobody like you know dissolves. Yeah, in it's them. not acid. It's just, it's just regular pie. It's just goofy. I will like say pies. that one thing I notice is that at the end, Deb is standing there, and Dave is like kissing up on her like I don't know if you noticed he was yes, like he was I trying did. to kiss her and I was like sir she didn't take you back I no, mean if I were her I didn't. absolutely would but like you're a hero and you have a job but like but but like it's almost like they got, got back together but there was no story intertwined where that was ever really part of what was happening yeah you know but yeah he starts doing that and she's just like whatever yeah and I was like, hmm. like I Mike don't know is where that right, came from Mike is right there time to kick him to the curb but yeah it ends with pies being thrown on everyone, and yeah. that is Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <laughs> Steph, there's another door. <laughs> there's another door. Steph, what was the, another door? What did you have for a body count? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I got nine, but then I made another count for the Shadow Puppet. So okay. technically, fourteen. I had nineteen. Okay. And then a lot of cocoons was in parentheses. Oh, I, I didn't count I those, but there's many, many cocoons. Yeah. Um, so there, I had, was, there was a lot of deaths. There was a lot of deaths. I had 19, and that includes all the people who answered their doors and were getting... Yeah, I was trying to count them. Like, it's very possible I missed some here and there because it happens, like... Uh, boom, boom, boom. It's one right yeah, after the other. Yeah, one right after the other. Um, what would you give this movie <sighs> as a star rating? Four. <laughs> 4.5, maybe? <laughs> so... So the lowest, I, I mean, we've given movies zero stars, or mm -hmm. I have. I gave, I've done that once. Eraserhead, I gave zero stars. Um, and I think I don't think we've ever given any movie five stars, but we have come very close a few times. Yes. I'm going to go ahead and give this movie... Five, 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 five. I five, think, five, 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 five. I think I'm going to give it four and a half. 
all right, because there's always room for improvement. I get that. There's always room for improvement, but I had, for for this being my first time watching it, I had so much fun watching it. It's it was so, so fun. fun. All the, like, little campy, like, it was circus perfect, things. Yeah, it was perfect 80s camp. It's so good. Like, delightfully campy, beautifully absurd. It's, and the people making it just love the absurdity of it all. Like, and you could tell. Yeah, I mean, it's, if, if, I don't want to give it, I don't want to give it five stars, but as close as I can get is like 4.75 stars. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so fun. So fun. It's so definitely, fun. Definitely, if you haven't watched this one, definitely give it a watch. I mean, it's this so is right fun. up there with the Friday the 13th movie that we reviewed that we both came very close to giving it five stars. Cause it Friday was, the 13th? Um, it was like the dream. Oh, oh sorry, you're thinking uh, Nightmare, Nightmare, on Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I dream, always do that. Nightmare on uh, Elm Street. The dr- Dream, uh, Dream Warriors. Warriors, yeah, we came very close to giving that one five stars because that was super fun. That was but, also very but fun. this was this is very very close. Um, do you have any fun tidbits about this movie? Any? So so <laughs> many, so Yay! many. Um, this was directed and produced by the Kyoto Brothers. I apologize if I'm saying that incorrectly. It's the only film written by them. Um, but they are most famously known for special effects. Right. So they did do the special effects. So this is basically the kind of movie you get when you have people who are masters of special effects or practical effects, any kind of effect, really. You get this masterful piece because they know exactly how to do all the effects. Right. Granted, they had other people doing them because they focused mainly on the movie, but they still had a part in it. Right. Um, It was filmed in Watsonville, California at the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk. Obviously, this is a cult Yeah. Um, So this came out in 88. Sequels have been in development, um, but they've also been in development hell, so nothing has come up with it. I don't think this Um, needs a sequel. That's the thing. Because I don't... Like, how much how much I would love a sequel. But at the same time... But it's, like, so good. And a sequel so, could potentially ruin it. I was going to say, know. it's so good. The, it's so campy and fun that you know that if somebody was going to try to do a sequel, they'd either make it overtly campy where it wasn't funny, right. it tries too hard, or they're going to be like, let's take it in the opposite direction and make it super gory. And it's like, Which, I don't want that either. I don't want that either, exactly. This they is have perfect. to do it just like yeah, this. Yeah, this is perfect. Um... But they've been in development hell since the original release. So, yeah. what, 30 years ago? Yeah. Something like that. 2016, uh, Stephen Kyoto uh, stated he hopes for three additional films or possibly a television series, which I'm actually 100% for because there's been a lot of television series based on stuff like this that have been excellent. As much as I hate to admit it, the Chucky series is way better than it should be. I heard it's it was really good. absolutely great. Ash. I heard if it was you get good. a chance to watch it, watch it. It's I've heard so good. I've heard the Chucky series is really really good. It's so good. Um, that along with you know things like Bates Motel and Hannibal and you know all the other series and yeah. stuff that people are doing. So I would totally be on board with a Killer Clouds from Outer Space series, television series. Um, but in 2018, NBC Universal Sci Fi announced it was in talks and. To license the rights to make one or more sequels. Uh-huh. So that could be good. That could be bad. We don't really know. <laughs> the budget was $1.8 million. Okay. Box office, $43 million. That's amazing. It did great. Really? Um, the popcorn gun used by the clowns included a com- com- uh, compressor. So it actually allowed the weapon to actually propel popcorn. That's amazing. It was also the most expensive prop in the movie, costing about $7,000. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, so the Kyoto Brothers, known for their special effects, 
Um, like I said, the effects were done mostly by other artists so they could focus on the movie. But they did personally construct the miniature set for Clownzilla. So That's that was awesome. actually Clownzilla was one of them. I, I can't remember. Uh, what the hell was the other brother's name? Charles, maybe I don't know. I have it here somewhere. <laughs> but he was actually a clown. He was actually Clownzilla. Like he was in the suit. But they cr- awesome. created a miniature set to make him obviously look huge. Yeah. Um, most of the vehicles in the film were rented and were not allowed to be damaged. <laughs> how, how did that end up? <laughs> so one of them was driven off of a bridge, as we spoke about <laughs> earlier. It got pushed off a bridge. It was only intended to roll a short distance, but it got pushed off that bridge. Um, and one of the cars in, at Lover's Lane there that was filled with webbing. Web, yeah, webbing um, needed repairs because apparently that damaged the interior. Oh, no. Um, Clownzilla was actually supposed to be stop motion because these guys also are known for stop motion. But instead, it was Charles. Charles Kyoto. He was in a rubber suit. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the original finale of this movie, Dave was actually supposed to die in the explosion. Oh. Um, you know, where the ship explodes. Uh, but they changed it after, like, they did a... Um, like a test audience? A test screening. Yeah. Um, audiences desired a more upbeat ending. Yeah. So they didn't want the guy to die. I don't feel like that would have changed any of my opinion of the movie. Yeah. Because it makes sense, I guess. Um, four molds were made for the main clowns. Um, from the four molds, the effects artists produced two clowns for each. Um, two of the masks that were used to create the clowns were repurposed to portray the trolls in 1991 film Ernest Scared Stupid. <laughs> that movie is awesome. <laughs> so you've seen Ernest Scared Stupid, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So you know the trolls are like oh, super yeah, like yeah. crazy looking? They use the mask That's for that. That's awesome. That's super cool. That's so good. Um, it was mostly positive, positively received. Um, How could it not be? It's perfect. I know. It is. It really is. For what it is. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not high-end art, but... You're not going to go see it for some underlying thing. Um, obviously, like I mentioned before, called classic. Um, Rotten Tomatoes. Honestly, who gives a crap? But uh, the title promises darkly goofy fun and delivers. Good. The LA Times demonstrates both above average technical skill and large dollops of imagination. <laughs> the AV Club. Um, I have no idea what I wrote there, but... <laughs> Absurd, but the filmmakers are committed to that absurdity. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't really go wrong. I thought it was done great. Yeah. I thought it was so very, very, very And I love that it's still so well-received. Like, it's one of those ones they show, like, at midnight at the Coolidge, and people will go and see it. Yes. Because it's so fun. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely. Um, One thing I would like to say is when the the clown car bit, I would have liked to see more clowns come out of the car. Only five came out. Granted, they're huge. Yeah. But only five came out of the car. I would have liked to see, like, 15. <laughs> I know. I would love to see so many clowns come out of that thing. Um, I love this movie. This it was so, so much fun. Um, um, but I, I find it very strange that you are not afraid of clowns. You seem like the type who would be. I, I don't mind clowns. And, you know, so... I, I think that I was I was gonna say like which which clown out of all the clowns and all the I mean not that there's like a ton of them but there are a few movies where there's like killer clowns, um, Pennywise in the re like the remake of it is very scary. Scarsgard. But yeah, yeah, that that to me at this point is probably like the scariest of the clowns for I mean that ginormous head. Um, but which do you think is scarier? Do you think Tim 
Tim Curry's Pennywise or these clowns are scarier? Okay, so you're not comparing Tim Curry's Pennywise to Skarsgård Pennywise. No, Skarsgård Pennywise to me is like at this point like the scariest. But if I had to, if I had to compare Tim Curry's to these, these clowns, guys. which do you think? <sighs> so Tim Curry's Pennywise still had the whole goofy aspect to it yeah. to an extent, but. These guys were just huge, so I would have to say the Killer Clowns. Also, in case anybody didn't know, the Killer Clowns are actually aliens. Yes, like these are aliens. They're yeah, and their UFO is a gigantic circus tent. Like, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> yeah, like they're legitimate aliens. But like, where would there be like aliens that just look like clowns? I guess that's a stupid question. I'm like, <laughs> But, I'm, like, thinking of a planet, and I'm like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like, where would they get the idea for clowns? I don't know. I, I don't thought know. it was awesome. But, yeah, I would have to say these guys. Plus, there's also very many more of them. Yeah. You know. Um, what about you? Um, well, I'm going to throw in a third contender. So, <laughs> wild card. <laughs> wild card. The clown from that Are You Afraid of the Dark episode oh that, comes, that comes <laughs> out of the closet with the red eyes traumatized yes. me so fucking bad as a kid. Like, I, that thing came out of that closet with those red eyes, and I remember being, like, eight years old and just hiding. Well, that was the problem. You were eight. Yeah, but <laughs> like, I there mean, were many episodes of Are You Afraid of the Dark? And I'm like, that is not okay. Yeah. And I'm, like, eight, uh, eight years old. Uh, I'm cold. <laughs> remember that one? Oh, my God. Oh, man. I would give anything to rewatch that show. I think... Uh, did you did you ever see, like, the... The, the reboot? I, I haven't it's seen crap. the reboot. Yeah. That's it's, a, it's not what it... It, it's not an anthology. No. It's, yeah. I was not interested I in it. I skipped right day. over it, yeah. yeah. I tried um, it, but I, I, I will say, I will say that, you know, if I if I was in a gauntlet with Tim Curry's Pennywise, these clowns, and the clown from Are You Afraid of the Dark, um, I'm taking out Tim Curry's. I can probably deal with these guys, because all you gotta do is poke their nose. True. But the one from Are You Afraid of the Dark, I'm running away immediately, because that scared the shit out of me. And then if Bill Skarsgård's Pennywise is there, I'm screwed. I'm screwed. Like, there's no beating that thing. Yeah, um, no. Totally screwed. Yeah, and, like, the thing with, like, Pennywise, it's just like, oh, well, he's not actually a clown. That's just he takes he on that form. He just takes on that form. Yeah. But these guys are actual clowns? <laughs> Or are the aliens taking on that form? I don't know. Are you gonna uh, Are you gonna watch the It prequel? That's they have like a series that's coming out about like Pennywise's like origin story. I'm sure, I probably will. Yeah, I don't know if Bill Skarsgård's in it. I don't know if I. It, it seems a little uh, shitty to not have him do it because he's so great. He was, pretty and he amazing. can and his eyes. He can make he his eyes do the thing on his own. Yeah. Like that's not CGI. Like he's no, he's just. That, he just does that, that yeah. He's like that, he's just the weird one in that family. Like <laughs> that, fa- that family of chiseled, gorgeous people. And then you got him and he makes his eyes go in different directions. You got, I guess he got to stand out somehow. I suppose. I actually, mean, he made it work for him, so. Bill Skarsgård, he's actually cute. There's something cute about him, even though he's, and, and I can't wait to see him in the Dracula. Oh, he, I, Nosferatu? Play, uh, oh, I'm sorry, not, yeah, Nosferatu, not Dracula. Um, no. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, he plays he plays Nosferatu, which I is would just, love. Yeah, I, yeah. When I heard he was cast as that, I was like, well, that's you can't get better casting than that. I mean, Lily Rose Depp is going to put me to sleep, but Scar's guy is going to be amazing. Um, so, did you have anything else that you wanted to talk about with this one? 
No, I just love this movie. I this love this movie. This movie is like one of my favorites. Um, it is available pretty much everywhere. It's on Prime for free. I Tubi. I, I think I watched it on Prime. Yeah, Prime, Tubi. It's it's on pretty much everything, and for the most part, it's free. Yeah. So now is the time to watch it. Mm-hmm. It is it is September. Spooky Plus, season like, is upon us. Right. <laughs> Plus, I just like circus stuff. Me like too. I love the circus, the whole circus aspect of everything. Like anything that has to do with like freak shows and all that stuff. I love that that whole scene. We gotta know? go. We gotta go to the Big E this year. Oh, I hate the Big E. <laughs> Why do you hate the Big E? It's so commercial. It's not an ag fair anymore. It's just like yeah, but you can give go- us all your money, and I'll give you nothing in return except for heat and crowds of jerks and Karens and their children. But they have butter sculptures and they have deep fried foods. You could get deep fried food at literally any fair or that happens in. Th- this is true. Or... I was literally talking to Andy the other day. Fair season is, is it a, fair season is upon us. <laughs> Rubbing my hands together. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> um, or you could just have me make the fried food, which is how I'm going to transition into this week's episode. That buttery smooth transition right there. Um, yeah, nobody does it as good as you, Ash. This week. Rico Suave over here. This week, because we are talking about clowns, we're talking about the circus, we just talked about fair and fair food. This week, I have prepared deep fried Oreos. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I love deep fried Oreos. Which are... It's my favorite. As far as like fried like desserts go, the best. that is the winner. The best. Um, like I would take that over a fried dough, funnel cake, any of that other stuff any day. And these are so insanely easy to make because you just need a few things. And if I can do it... <laughs> You can do it. If unlike I like those apples. Unlike the God damn it. <laughs> it has been a year. It's almost a year and you're still they're still talking about the apples. Um so this <laughs> Never. Never forgot. No, I'm gonna put it right on your gravestone. An apple. What <laughs> one, one it was picks. <laughs> I'm not going to name shape. It was Pigs. It was Pigs. Anyways, go um, on. Tell us a bunch of Oreos. So, so these are insanely easy to make, and you only need a couple of things to do it. And it takes literally, like, ten minutes tops. You need Oreos. You need, <laughs> yes. like, a cup of milk. You need an egg. And you need Bisquick pancake mix. That is the easiest way to fry an Oreo. And vegetable oil. Vegetable oil, Obviously, I should. Yeah. yeah. So you take your Oreo. Well, you you mix you mix the Bisquick, the milk, and the egg like you were making pancakes. No big deal. Just that's it. Super, like I, for I, those who don't know how to make pancakes, for those who don't know how to use Bisquick, it's very simple. <laughs> it's like it's like alarmingly simple. Um, you heat up your vegetable oil. You dunk the Oreo in your Bisquick, you throw it in the vegetable oil, you cook it for like a minute, two minutes, flip it over, make sure the other side is cooked as well. I got mine like a dark brown just to make sure that it was cooked all the way through (laughs) so that I wasn't having the beignet situation again where you're biting into raw egg. Um, (laughs) The apples and the beignets. Those are the things that are going to haunt me for the rest of my life. Um, You... You put them on a paper towel just to get the excess oil off, and you let them cool. Um, make sure that they are cool before you sprinkle them with anything. I actually didn't put anything on mine just yet. I was going to pop them in your air fryer for, like, a minute top. And that's okay, because I also have powdered sugar, because Great. I've been baking. So. Great. And then you just let them cool, sprinkle them with powdered sugar, serve them with chocolate or caramel sauce, and that is it. It is so goddamn simple. 
Yay. Yay. I love fried everything. <laughs> so, so yeah, so we are going to have fried Oreos and the pictures. And enjoy September. Yes. Mm. And the pictures and the recipe are going to be up on our Instagram. Again, that is at Baking to the Bee Movies. Um, I can't put the recipe on Twitter because even though Elon Musk now allows you to have like a gajillion characters per tweet, um, I think you have to pay extra and he is not getting, sure. he's not getting a dime from me. Um, Stay in the power, Ash. This is third episode in a row that we have just mentioned how much we dislike Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should be an ongoing well, trend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hashtag cancel Twitter. <laughs> Hashtag cancel X. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the recipe. It's going to be up on our Instagram with some photos. Um, Again, like this movie was so good, so fun. Um, and we have. I just want to make a point that I suggested this one. You did, and I'm very this glad was, you did. I've been wanting to do this in season one. Yes, I'm just saying. And <laughs> and in a couple of weeks, we're going to have another episode that not as good as this movie, but or at I, all. I don't, no, okay. <laughs> yeah, I what were you going to say? Please, well, I was going to say it's, it's enlighten not, us. It's Ashley. not as good as this episode, but I think we're going to have a really good conversation. Like yeah, throughout it, it's not it's see. not the movie we had been hoping for. It's true. It, it's not it's not the it's not the movie we had hoped for, but it's the movie we deserve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't um, know if anybody deserves that. Uh, well, we'll talk about that in a couple <laughs> weeks. So, um, I think that's just about it. I think we can go get in on these Oreos, Rock on. and we'll be back in a couple weeks. We're gonna have our cider day. I'm so excited. Yeah. And go to Yankee it's Candle, fun. get some pumpkin candles. Yeah. <laughs> Let's stock up on our fall stuff. I know. I'm going to have to take out another mortgage. <laughs> I'm going to open another credit card and just put myself further into debt. <laughs> oh, man. That's Yay. way worse than another mortgage. <laughs> Who am I going to go with this time? Let's do American Express. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to get one without limit. Oh, like no limits. The, the platinum one? Yeah, whatever it is. I yeah. Don't, I don't mess with that stuff too much I'll just anymore, be like, but... I'm Jeff Bezos' girlfriend. Give me a credit card. Give me a credit card. So, yeah, I think that's about it. Steph, always a pleasure to be here with you. As um, always. And, uh, yeah, you again, you can follow us on Instagram at Baking to the Bee Movies. We are on Twitter slash X at Baking to Bee Movies. We are... We are available wherever you get your podcasts, so be sure to like, share, and subscribe, and all that good stuff. And um, my name is Ashley. My name is Steph. And we will catch you guys next time. Bye. Bye.